I'd like to start off by saying sorry for stealing from the stores in China. Yeah, I didn't exercise my best judgment, and I was wrong for that. I apologize to my family, my coaches, my teammates, and UCLA for letting so many people down. I also apologize to the people of China for causing them so much trouble. I'm a young man, however, it's not an excuse for making a really stupid decision. I don't feel sorry for myself, and I've learned my lesson from this big mistake, and I'm 110% sure that I'll not make a bad decision like this one again. I'd also like to thank President Trump and the United States government for the help that they provided as well. I'm grateful to be back home, and I'll never make a mistake like this again. I'm extremely sorry for those who I let down, but I'm also very thankful for all the help, love, and support that they provided. And I take full responsibility for my actions, and I'm sorry. Thank you. I'm joined by a bunch of people. I mean, it's, it's Aldo Knives, his best friend. Like, I'm high. A lot. Of- <laughs> oh, my bad. Uh, my bad. Hey, look, this might be a little bit off the rails before it even starts because we had homecoming, so we're doing homecoming things. We have in um, this All podcast life. brought to you by Roger, by uh, Raj Move. I'm just gonna um, go ahead and say nobody has home came on my face. It's not a real thing, so um, just keep that to yourself. So I'm gonna let the people, I'm gonna let the people who are in attendance. Wow, that's I'm gonna let people in attendance um, introduce themselves, man. Go around the horn right quick. Are we going in this direction? That direction works fine. All right, my name is. Uh, we're just gonna say Devon. Devon. I'm not gonna say my last name. Now it's a thing. Dick Herb in the building, man. Doc. B Will, aka B Nut, aka. <laughs> <laughs> Why everybody want to come for Los? Podcast is by C. I'm a fan, Los. I'm a fan. Hey, we got we got a lot we got a lot of um, urban black professionals in the house today, and uh, we're gonna talk that shit. We're gonna talk that homecoming shit. Um, we had Xavier homecoming. Shout out to Xavier. This podcast is brought to you by Xavier, but also um, you can tell from that intro clip. Lavar uh, Leangelo Ball, he didn't go. He didn't go to Xavier. He couldn't, <laughs> couldn't have possibly went to Xavier. You wouldn't, he wouldn't have immediately placed in remedial, remedial, <laughs> remedial everything, <laughs> man. We need you. Like, like man, we ain't got no seven hundred level courses. We don't have to. Make some- <laughs> <laughs> for this cat. Okay, but anyway, so uh, we all out here for the for the homecoming. Um, you guys from all over the globe. So we all stand at different places. Crazy thing is, we were having a long back and forth. Devon was busting heads about this. Uh, where are we gonna stay? Where are we gonna stay? I wasn't busting heads. I was just asking, you know, just basic questions. So how do you feel, man? How do you feel? Um, like you went Airbnb over hotel. Is that always the way to go when you're out in these streets, man? <laughs> it, it's it. Mm. Not this time. <laughs> no, 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 definitely not, definitely not this time. As we sit in the Airbnb, which uh, we purchased, I purchased. Uh, the inside looks exactly like it was pictured on the app. Exactly. The outside is somewhere else. Like, <laughs> it's, uh, and the my they had a picture. I looked outside. at all the reviews, and uh, a number of people that 
that I would not expect to be around the area were very happy with the stay. And they were like, you know what? I felt a little uneasy when I first got there, but things that I, I should have, I should have picked oh, up. Oh, that's what reviews were saying? I should have picked up. I should have picked well, up. Well, I mean, this whole area is changing, though, man. Now, it's, it, it's it dramatically. Katrina, oh, everything over there where you used to think you shouldn't go go back there. Now, 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 you I'm might hit like somebody. There. You might, you might hit there. somebody riding a bike in the middle of the street. Yeah, that's it's true. not the that's same true. neighborhood it once was. Now, so Doc, I, what, I, I think to go back to the original question that the man asked, I think that's go ahead, on the situation. Get it up. For who's not? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh y'all got additional guests pulling up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be. We a don't have a pizza. Is that the pizza man? Oh, I see oh. a handbag. Oh, I don't know. Oh, no, 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 because um, they were telling a story about Airbnb and how um, um, Luke wanted this. Well, actually, we actually stand at an Airbnb as well. So um, myself and, and the Harry's podcast brought to you by Harry. We um, stand over there right off of Canal. It's a beautiful, lovely. It looks yeah, great on the outside nice. and the inside. So we're in an Airbnb, and I would think that you guys are actually what we refer to as being in a and b Cause you motherfuckers ain't got no air in here, and that's, <laughs> and that's, and that's why we that's why the podcast just we did just get air, but you're correct, <laughs> you're absolutely correct. <laughs> it's the difference between like like Airbnb and like best case scenario, you get like a really nice hotel experience. I feel like we're like this feels like you know like oh Airbnb, it's not a hotel, you're staying in somebody's home. This feels like somebody's home, yeah. somebody's yeah, home I wouldn't visit. Yeah, <laughs> like. Come through and I'd be like, yo, it's really nice what they done with the inside. And like I'm like, yo, yeah. this is nice what they done with the inside. And then you And the sun's going down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh no, we probably should get home. Yeah, we gotta get this podcast. So we, we should probably get home. Nah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so <laughs> <get the fuck. laughs> <laughs> nah, you be all right. It's a, it's still a man. It's a decent. Area. I you gotta say, man, look, going to a hotel versus an Airbnb for a situation like homecoming. Airbnb's gonna be the place to go because you get yeah. your camaraderie, yeah. you get all your boys yeah. in one in one central location. If you do a hotel, you ain't really got it. No, I mean I get you. That makes that makes a lot of sense. It's cool to have that communal atmosphere at homecoming. It's almost like you you living here. It's like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you back in the dorm. Yeah, it's yeah. like back in the dorm. Yeah. Or in the yeah. 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 This place is not. Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't yeah. no disparage this Airbnb. It's not like it's not like the mics. No. <laughs> All right. But hey, but that, that yeah. has to be brought but up. It's not like the Shire either, though. <laughs> All right. So we out here for Xavier Holcomb. I said Xavier a few times. Um, like just FYI, I'm curious. You know, for my information and for everyone else's information, I like to be like a brand ambassador. Follow school. I like to go in these streets and say, um, <laughs> Xavier is our. It's like when you got brass and you got a. <laughs> so you got brass. That's, that's a 
brand. Like, yeah, like you got a brand. You got a brand. You use a brand to get your brand. I got you. All right, there you go. One more time. So anyway, as a brand ambassador for um, for Xavier, I mean, I like to talk to students all the time about why I come to Xavier. So, I, you know, I might as well ask you guys, what made your decision to come to XULA, man? Give me a reason why you came uh, to Xavier. Y'all can call all around. They sent me a t-shirt in the mail. And I was like, what? A t-shirt? Got me. That quick. That quick. Most of my school was getting like stuff. Were you only applying at ITT Tech? Bro, they got to see me too. And I was like, hey, you know what Xavier was. I knew what I was doing. You know what Xavier was. Good thing. Good thing. My first day at Howard Hughes, but I had that t shirt though. Good thing. I still had like white trucks riding around your neighborhood when you was a kid that said free candy. They would have got you. They would have got you, man. Free anything, huh? Not the shirt. How about yourself? What you what what brought you to Xavier? Duff? Yeah, well, I wanted to be a doctor. And so like Xavier is the number one school to put African Americans into medical school, so that's what I wanted to do. But of course I'm in a different route, but you know. Anybody else got good Xavier rationale? It was probably a doctor. It was being a doctor as well. <laughs> uh, I mean, I want to be a doctor. Xavier was ranked right number one for putting out fit students in physics, oh, black students in oh, physics. Oh, and, then, and then they had some awesome uh, 3-2 programs where you go to Xavier three years, then you go to, you know, two years somewhere else, different place, could be another HBCU or yeah, real good reason. PWI, whatever. I think I think what's interesting about this is just kind of talking to y'all, just just kind of, I'm, I'm looking around the room, and none of you guys are from Louisiana. So that made, that's kind of interesting to me that, that your rationale for coming to Xavier was, you know, about the different programs they had at Xavier. So shout out. Xavier's obviously doing something good um, nationwide to be putting out that 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 putting out that um that whole image of being really good at getting black kids into higher levels. But you know, honestly, I'm from Louisiana. And um, when I was like growing up, I visited Xavier, my aunts came here, and I realized it's a whole bunch of women at Xavier. Yes. And they do advertise guys. They advertise yes. that as well. And I mean, I think I knew yeah. that from the time I was yeah. in like middle school that Xavier might have, did Xavier used to be all girls mm. at a point or something? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think, think it was all girls. I don't think it was all girls. Okay, but still. The guy that recruited me said the same thing though. He was like, I didn't know about the, I knew, oh, I want to go to school to be a doctor. And then when my mom walked away, he was like, hey, you know the ratio. Yeah. yeah. Well, what? Well, I was like, that was it. So they, that was told to me. Went to Xavier, and then, and then I came to like the little summer programs. You know, you do when you're a junior, junior, senior in high school. So that that led to to knowing how to do the education, Xavier. Cause I, yeah, I really yeah. And then, yeah, you see. What's well, to come? You hear the stories of what's to come oh, as far right. as uh, the ratio. Okay, we'll right. Well, well, and then, but right. but also part of the ratio is not it's not just first off, for Xavier. Um, first off, this, y'all can make me edit all day. <laughs> but it just so happens it's homecoming, so we have a group of young ladies who just walked in as well, and um, so you're gonna hear something different in the background than we than we've had in the past. So deal with it. What we were talking about before was what? This um, alleged ratio? Is that yeah, the ratio. Is? Well, yeah, and but the point I was making was that at most at most HBCUs and just college in general, like women outnumber men uh, or, you know, young men kind of entering the system. And we just kind of know that in how we've 
you know, black women and their description and their achievements, right? There's other particular barriers that young men kind of enter before getting into places. I, I need to know who this Duff is, because this wasn't the same no. Duff. I was just no. right no. They sent him a shirt in the mail. He was yeah. like, "Oh yeah, I'm down. I'm going to Xavier." Oh, okay. Yeah, number one med school. I mean, then if you add in, because we used to do this, I don't know. I mean, I know me and Demarcus had this oh, talk. Talk about the ones time. that was dateable, <laughs> the dateable girls versus the non. No, no, no. What we would say. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when, when you take into account like dudes who like dudes and dudes who was kind of lame, I used to think the, the number was like 100 to 1. <laughs> okay, thank you. Can we go back to the dudes I, used, I feel like every... Which one do you think you was more? You gotta kind of be a little lame to say like yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I was walking around that bitch like I thought it was 100 you're right, to 1. You're right. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Kind of <laughs> yeah, wait, I, I don't think Aldo Nice picked up that last point. No, I was like, you kind of do have to be a little lame to go to Xavier if you're a dude. Like, it wasn't a lot, but the, the, the yeah. overwhelming, yeah, like, yeah. number of, agree. like, fucking, like, hot, like, cool dudes that didn't really exist. Exactly. It was like five total. Right. Um, and nobody wanted to well, date because everybody was there. Every, every dude in my vicinity kind of like, it was like, Lame dudes get married too, so no, it depends I'm on what you want out of life. What you want out of life? Uh huh. She just called you lame. I'm just saying. What you want out of life? You're in quality, you know what I'm saying? Lame. I think lameness is an enduring quality. And at the time, we didn't know that. 
We didn't because we were. That should have went back after life. And that's why we were hanging out with Wodies because we're like, they cool. They take you to eat. <laughs> also, the Sanders were muscle. You saw that he they bought me something from Snap to E. That was what they were taking me. Like, bro, college girl. Yeah, I mean, bro, hey, college hey, boy. I'm more curious as to what they're talking about right now. Don't talk over them because this is My interesting man. banter that's happening right here. That's what we did. Oh. We hung out with Wodies because yes. they took you to eat. We let me tell y'all this story. This is gonna be real fucked up. It was like me and like my whole like I stayed in Fountain Blue like the real hood. So my one of our friends the met this dude. He, I think he was a I think he was a drug dealer. We really don't know what his <laughs> occupation was, but he was like, oh, what's up? He was like, you know, we're hungry, and he was like, oh, let's go to Semolina. And she was like, well, I got four friends with me. He was like, all of y'all can go. We go to Semolina. We're eating. He's ordering. We no, not him. We order all type of stuff. We order bruschetta. Like we like order wine. We like really doing it because we like these things about to pay. That bill came in. Nigga was shook, but he paid the bill, and I was like, yes, winning. But it was a little scary. How much was the bill? Oh, it probably was about four or five hundred dollars. It was like ten people eating at Semolina. Wait, wait, wait. Wine. It was ten mm-hmm. people, and the bill was only four or five hundred dollars. I mean, no. this is New Orleans. They, they was doing college ball and shit. Like college ball, but they weren't in college. But fresh. like to the point. Long story to say. That's why we hung out. Y'all, y'all wouldn't you do know, that. I mean, that. I mean, honestly, you know, not that you say that. Y'all didn't. You didn't. I didn't. You at that time, I didn't know what bruschetta was, so I would never take it. Oh, honey, don't underestimate the power of Wikipedia. Yeah, but I mean, Wikipedia, I don't think they had Wikipedia. We didn't have Wikipedia. Oh, okay. Wikipedia. Google? We barely had Yahoo. Oh, uh, yeah, they did. We, we had Google. Yeah. I learned a lot on Black, Black Planet. Black. <laughs> College Club. Mm-hmm. That's what we had. College Club. Black no, after you put it that way and I heard the whole story, it really just only sounds trifling. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to say it wasn't trifling. I mean, it's the same thing. A dude like hanging out, smashing a bunch of chicks. I went out with Wobies. We had homecoming. What's so big about homecoming? What's the big deal about coming back home for homecoming? Anybody? Hop in. Tell me. Let me know. Just seeing your friends, man. Because mm. for a brief moment, that was, acting, so, acting that, like was that was touching. That, that was, was touching. That was touching. For a brief moment, you think about it. Most people you don't see in a year, yeah, yeah, two. Because we just did this college tour. I mean, this exactly. campus cool. tour. And I think we went to, like, the, the biology, like, building. And really just seeing, like, those professors are still there, some of them. And you know they're not getting paid a whole bunch. But just the amount of people they put on the map, like, just looking at our class and looking at, like, who you know that is doing whatever they're doing. And I just think they really care. And they're there because they care. That was really endearing to me. And you don't get that unless you went to the HBCU. And Xavier is special because of who they train and what the school stands for. So it was just really emotional a little bit, like, being there. That's actually sweet. And, like, the more you talk, the more I'm like, okay, she's a very interesting person. But then you always slide something real trifling in Because I'm trifling. I'm I'm you, Mr. Ratchet. You absolutely said, you know these niggas don't get paid a bunch. Like, you just slid it in the middle. I mean, I'm also in PR, so I know my talking points. I know how like, really like, that was the beginning of the introduction. You know, these niggas, what do they Look teach at, at public, public schools? These niggas is college presidents. But, they, but comparatively speaking, if they went to, like, an Ivy, and a lot of the teachers that prepared us at Xavier could teach at these institutions and make a lot of money and get all these endowments from their research and all this shit, but they choose to teach at Xavier because they believe in the mission of the school. They believe in the student population. That's what I'm saying. It was like a slight, but not really. I mean, I guess I can go with that. They're not going to pay me enough. Uh-huh, my shit. 
Well, you should do it just like the teachers would take a pay cut. Mm, if you believed in the mission, you would take a pay cut and come up with a new belief. I believe in us, but I feel like me being where I am does more for Xavier than me doing publicity for Xavier and getting mm, paid no money. No, you just, first of all, I don't even like Xavier as the institution, and you just spoke about him. I was like, you know what? I guess they wasn't that bad. Everybody that knows me knows I love Xavier. I mean, my. I made my company when I got an award as Xavier a couple homecomes ago. Sponsored the event. Shout out. Thank wow. you. Wow. Humble brag. This podcast is probably yeah. about top 40 under 40. Especially Ow. if you're under 40. Because not everybody was Not everybody won. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. 82. 82. <laughs> It's no 40, uh, that's no under up, 40 though. party. So that's it's not 40. The Distinguished Alumni Award is what it is. Yeah. So I heard they do a 40 under 40 every yeah. other year. Oh, so you won, you won that shit one I year? did, 2015. You know, they, didn't, they didn't like my, they said I was a school teacher and they was like, uh, that ain't, that ain't cut the bill. That's not the Xavier mission. Mm, <laughs> I'm not a doctor. I know, but I mean, you know. But, you, but what's that, that to me is the beauty about Xavier. Like, is you prepare people for to go into the, and we need teachers. We need male teachers. I think so. That's need, very important. The job you're doing is very important. This brought to you by black male teachers. All of them who are in the house. I fuck with y'all. Mm-hmm. That's cool shit. But I mean, I think about women. Well, I mean, black women oh, teachers okay. are, are awesome. Yes, educators, yeah. generally. Black educators, right? I went to Xavier, right? Like, no, like no. black women educate. Like, when I went from Xavier to teaching, it was like the same shit. It was like 17 to 1 ratio. <laughs> it was like fishing with dynamite. Like, oh, ooh, I should probably. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably one. And you talking about me being trifling. And you stuck that in there. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Alright, it's story time, man. I know that's gonna take a little bit of time. Story time. I mean, these are these are my partners. These are my guys. We like to we like to tell funny stories. So I told these guys to think about at least one one funny story revolving us in school. I'm gonna pass the mic around. Whoever wants to hop on, look, he's laughing. He's like, I mean, I keep. This is a this is this is a story about like our interaction with oh, with the host oh, and so with the host oh, yeah with the host oh, um all the nice I didn't oh, know okay <laughs> you were gonna get ahead he said it's coming about a church story no I didn't talk about interacting with the host. friends and a person made uh, persons in the room but one of his friends one of our friends were moving and so like I, I again being the person with the truck if you have a truck like I mean even today like if you have a truck you're gonna be the person that's gonna be moving people so on and so forth not if I got a truck <laughs> pickup truck yeah I'm better call budget I'm sorry next yeah okay so <laughs> So we're going, and we end up, we end up moving, we move this friend, we move his partner's stuff into a whole new house, and so that birthed the term of people getting called factors. And so when you're a factor, right, a factor means that, like, you have to go in, you got to cut for your friends, but it's going to be some hard-ass work to do. 
And so, yeah, that's the that's the fact. I have no uh, idea what this story was about. Like, well, I mean, there's so many innuendo. Can I, can like, I, I feel like we are not let in on the fact or story. Part, parts can you elaborate? It. No, that's the fact. <laughs> that's the fact. Like, yes, there are parts of the story that, like, we're not we're going protect, to go into. We're, we're protecting the innocent? We are protecting the innocent. All right, all right, all right, all right. He's putting the elephant in the room. She is right a little bit. Dick, you were a factor in school. Oh, <laughs> are you kidding? But hence the point why I described it I in the way that I drink because I don't did. get food. So. Like, yeah, I mean, cool. but but with that, Dick, we we were calling you. I feel like as best friend, you know, best friend weekend. We call it best friend. We talk about best friendships. I feel that you can't have a good circle of best friends if you don't have internal jokes about each other. That's not within all of us. It's essential because if you don't have no jokes about you like just straight yeah. Jameson. The, the doctor. Knows. Go ahead. That's it though. Like that. I think that best friends gotta have like. Inner inner conversations about, and that's what we just used to say about you. <laughs> you were just being a factor like that summer when you made this move. You were calling this very early in the morning and being like, "Hey, we need to move the whole house. Pick up the house, big fella, and put the house on the top of the house and move the house next door to the other house, and then pick up all the bricks and move the house." What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you moved uptown, man. I was yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. nobody here watches on hot day. It's just you. Yeah, I think it was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an internet joke. <laughs> Shit. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I just gotta tell you this one thing. We was getting out the car. We was walking the Family Dollar, and goes Troy Avenue is gonna be here later on. Not Troy Avenue. Troy Avenue. Well, Troy like Who he said that? Avenue like that was that nigga's full government name. <laughs> Troy Avenue. Troy, oh, Troy, Troy Joseph Troy Avenue. Avenue. I'm like the nigga's name is Troy Avenue. He's like, oh, wait a minute. Can we? Have we can call you Troy Avenue. We are tra- retelling stories. Is that still a thing? What is that? A story involving what I have a story. It doesn't involve me. Oh, I, got a- <laughs> I got a story involving you. Go ahead. It's involving no, I, kinda, okay. so I got a story involving you. I, mean, I want to hear my story. Is, listen, for, for, for the people who are in attendance who aren't, you aren't avid podcast listeners to our podcast. So our podcast is called Best Friend Weekend. Yes. I'm it's starting it started myself and my um, my compadre, Raj Move, who isn't here today. But we're doing a satellite pod right now, so I just, I, I, we probably never said that. So the people who listen kind of know us as a thing. So. Gotcha. So that's kind of why they're telling stories okay. about funny things. Well, this is us. kind of a story about like this group collectively. Like, y'all put me on to Devin the Dude. Changed my life. Okay, you can say that. He's cool. Has he made any music though? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah he literally really just came out with that the other day. Like, oh, y'all, y'all? Yeah. Five okay. Months ago. I'm, I'm sure. Well, can somebody know. like share it to me in a free file? recently. <laughs> You can also just get on. <laughs> do you have a streaming service? A Spotify? Apple Music is he on there? Just type in Devin the Dude, all this stuff. Me and B Will are drinking drinks for you. I just don't want to pay for it because I'm cheap. You're already paying for it if you got Apple. Wait. So, Devon, where's your story that you were about to tell? Wait, do we tell the story? You're on it. It's on you. We can talk about the story where we met. the story where we met. That's up to you. I want to hear that one. Because you brought it up earlier. Yeah, that is true. And I did say I was going to save for a podcast. But I don't fully remember all the parts of the story. But <laughs> no, well, here's what I do know. We were in class. Somebody, that nun, 
That's gonna Definitely. be her name. I don't like this nun. I was like, literally, when you no, were just, like, when you, I, I, when you said earlier, you're like, oh, they're all still up there, and, they, and I thought, I looked at, I looked at, uh, it might be, it might it's be, the picture whatever. Uh, yeah, the bottom of was like, I don't like, I don't like the way you're taking these classes. I was like, I don't like the way that you, you care. Like, leave me alone. Like, I'm just gonna take off. So I'm not taking no more labs. I'm not gonna be a doctor. I'm just gonna get my thing, get out. She was like, no, you're not allowed to do that. I'm like, show me what she says in the book. She tried to get me kicked out of school. But she did. That's, that's a running theme in your life. Huh? <laughs> I at HBCUs, as soon as I get in, they're like, we're going to wait to get you last it. year. Then we're going to try to kick you out. Like, that's it. I know I've been drinking, but that didn't sound like it had anything to do with me. Oh. <laughs> I might be tripping. Am I tripping? No, you know. That tripping. was background information on a particular character in the story. The nun. That's what we're going to call it. <laughs> so, the nun was already giving me shit for not doing the class the way that she wanted it done. And I remember she had called on me one day, I wasn't prepared, she got in me. Like she literally just went in on. Then like the next day, we sitting in class, she calls on Alan, she's like, Alan, you It was homework. And Alan said, what did you say, Alan? I, just, I told her that I didn't have the homework and I was like, I would have lied and said that I did have it and left it, but I'm, I'm just gonna tell you the truth, I just didn't do it last night. And she was like, you know what? I'm gonna give you credit because you're being honest. Now, now, I was no, 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 no. no. Uh, keep what? This is wait, wait, wait. So wait, 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 wait. 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 Wait, for the same, I said the same thing he said. She's like, I'm gonna, and here's the problem. Here's the problem. Why? Here's the problem. You think for all these years, it's like, yo, I just said it smooth. I did. I did. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, Said it for that, but she didn't give a fuck about the finesse. <laughs> she was the only reason true. she gave me the credit. When she gave me that credit, she was looking at me like, "Yeah, I'll give you the credit." Okay, I see. I'm like, so um, all my questions, right? It sounded like it was going towards you. Yeah. Like you, like you, you act like I attacked you. I'm like, yo, this nigga just not gonna turn in the work, and you gonna give him the credit? I'm not even attacking you. My nigga, my nigga I you just, said that out loud. Uh, uh, hey, uh, this nigga ain't gonna uh, work. You I said that, and you just gonna give him. Like I said you just gonna give him the credit. You're absolutely right. It was a hater move, but the aggression <laughs> wasn't towards you. It's like, yo, you're not gonna just give credit to this man because, like, as a punishment to me, you just got caught. You got caught in an argument. You got caught in an argument. I stood up and I talked Biology and my minor is theology. Remember, I was the first one that did I that because they like they were fighting me. They didn't want to give me my last chemistry class to graduate. Like they would tell me random things. I'm like, yo, I got. So the whole class. bigger point is, no, the whole had, point is, we there was a lot of Jesus a long time ago. So how because did you, I told you just because, wanted it because that's the point, right? When we did me, when they told we you, still did all this. we still didn't. We didn't. We ain't known each other before. for a minute. I'm like, oh, they just, they stayed around the corner. They were extra credit ass niggas. Whatever y'all brought up Devon, I'd be like, oh, that's that hating ass nigga. That's what I thought. That's 
you missed your chance to be a real nigga. It was directed at the If we go up to the school, I'll get with this nut real quick. You said I'm gonna talk to her. I didn't talk to her. I didn't do anything back in the day to her. I talked to her. I said what I need to be said. I said what need to be said. I'll say what need to be said 15 years later, too. Yo, I think she body slammed you. We just saw her today. Nothing. She, she wanted, really she wanted like the body slam when she had done it back then. She looks the same. She looks the same. She does. She does. She does. Exactly. Okay. So, some other couple of things that I want to get at before, uh, and I'm gonna say before we get out of here, but. Um, we had two stories in the last like month. One of them was that Texas State University is suspending all of the Greeks after a pledge died last week. And about a month ago, LSU Greeks, uh, LSU Greek died because um, they were playing a drinking game called Bible study, and they were all like taking these shots and they died. So probably you you may or may not have heard about these stories, right? And I'm gonna I'm gonna aim to not because these weren't black fraternities. I mean, if it happens in a black fraternity. I feel like that would have been, I don't know if it would have been bigger news, but I think we would have knew about it. As opposed to like, you know, I think it's bigger news that it happened to these two white frats in Texas State and at Louisiana State. But I don't necessarily think that um, we would necessarily know about it in all cases. So I just got me starting to think about um, black Greek life versus white Greek life and what they get to do versus what we don't. And I mean, I know, Dick, I just was talking to you, you didn't have much to say about um, stories. But what do you think about the, the difference between the two? Well, definitely, you know, white frat, they do a lot of wild shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to just put it out there. Like, to the people that's pledging, it's like, it's some wild shit. <laughs> like, I was going to Xavier, and then I started going to Tulane, and we had this phone in front of the damn thing. Coming to class one morning, they had a bunch of motherfuckers with a towel on, taking the towel off, <laughs> jumping naked in the phone in front of the damn uh, engineering school. I was like, yeah, <laughs> not understanding that. Went to class, so we don't do we don't do stuff like that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So it's, the biggest difference is white white Greek life is college only. That's the biggest. Yeah, the black Greek life is for life. Right. Yeah. That's that's the biggest difference. I mean, I don't pay my, my dues. Does that? Uh, but, but, no, like, but he's he's different. You're gonna say I am a sigma. You're gonna say I was. Huh? Yeah. That's, that's right. The yeah, they do say yeah, that. So yeah. So that's that's yeah. the difference. I mean, I know that's a major difference, but I mean, yeah. it's just I, I don't know. It's just kind of. It was different to me when I saw the story, and I was kind of thinking well, about how they would have reported. How they would have reported. Well, it would be the news because I know some folks who made the news in our opportunity. Black for organizations. It makes news, but the difference is, is they tend to hold those folks legally liable for it, the folks who did it. So they don't shut the whole everything down. Yeah. They might might suspend a chapter, might have like it was like a moratorium, whatever it is, on, on 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 any lines for a couple of years, but they then do the legal aspect against the people that did it. You know what I mean? You're so, talking about in black fraternity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As opposed to. Well, I don't, I, don't, I don't even know if they have any I know white fraternities, they like damn near shut the whole shit down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't even know if they have any kind of legal stuff going on. So you don't think it's a, a legal issue a lot of times with it? It's got to be. They, they, they might, they might. So you're right. So I have a question. I have a question. I was like, don't know them. Yeah. I have a question. So 
With that as an underpinning, I mean, because I think that people know that hazing happens and sometimes it's black Greek letter organizations because we not hazing organizations. Our membership intake process exactly. is not hazing. There's that topic that, that somebody yeah. in PR made up. Shout out to my PR professionals. But how do you then like communicate that to the people who you know, want to be involved, like, to the people who are trying to be, like, the pledges or the people who are interested in the organization. Like, what do you say to them to ensure that the people who are in charge of their process are looking out for their best interests? And at the end of the day, it's about brotherhood or sisterhood, and there is a process that you have to undertake, but we're not trying to kill you in the process. Like, so what is it that you say to them? I would say, given the fact of the legal aspects of the last shit, 20 years probably, it's just that it's a process. In order to be involved in the process, you have to go to the process training. And everybody involved is involved. That's how you keep it. Keep it I think the problem is, though, with most of the violations and hazing incidents, a lot of the times it's not necessarily the people who are in charge of the process. Mm-hmm. It's people who are not necessarily active still come back and But as the person the who is in charge of the process, how do so, you maintain the that's well, you have to have a, a sanctity strong, of a that. strong personality, a strong dean who is gonna be able to bring those people in and let them know, hey, this is the correct process for you. Well with that being said, you're talking about trying to tell a twenty year old to right. tell a thirty five year old fifty year old that, that he can't beat the yeah, fuck out of like whatever. Yeah. yeah. So how does that happen in practice? Uh, I think it's it's a collective effort. I can only I can I can only speak to this and say that I think that people's the way you um, conduct the membership intake, i.e., the way you pledge someone, is the same way. No, that was my phone. (laughs) Hoping y'all wouldn't bring attention to it. Basically. The same way that you pledge someone is a reflection based upon how you got pledged. So if you pledge a certain type of way and you have a certain type of demeanor about yourself, you're gonna like you're gonna push that off on the next people that you have to um, have to pledge. And you gotta get with your people and make sure you're not gonna get in trouble. Because for us, it never really was about let's not do X, Y, Z. It was about like let's not get in trouble. And you gotta, I think everybody kind of has a, a little sense in their head about like when shit's going too far to be like, hey, look, stop it. Like I've seen somebody like. They grab him. No, this wasn't even pledging. Okay, let me shut up. <laughs> no, but I actually see somebody slam my head against the wall. You're telling somebody you're not going to try to get somebody into your organization if you don't want them in your organization. That's so, I have a question. So, what's hey, the goal? Just, so, hold up, hold up. One more time. Say that again because I think that was a very, I don't think I've heard it phrased that way before. You're not going to try to get somebody in your organization if you don't want them in your organization. So don't even take them online. Because so is the goal to get them through completion, or is the goal to make it make make them like work so hard and see who's like really wanted? I can speak well, for African Americans. You're gonna select someone you think that's gonna get through the process. You want them to get through. You want them to get through because ultimately you want them to be your brother, right? Or your you know mm-hmm. or your sister or whatever. But at the same time, yeah. like you. People are, are you, I don't know, it's kind of strange because you want them to get through, but I think that every fraternity kind of has a different idea well, I mean, of what the it, intake process but should then tell. Like, what should we want to have? Yeah, we don't have anyone have, from a sorority to weigh in right now. Yeah, but, like, but they, yeah. they have like legacy. Just like, you know, legacy. So legacy, legacy doesn't happen on the fraternity side? I would say it. 
of okay so there are 10 people up there you decide I don't want that one like I'm only gonna just hypothetically I'm only gonna take these nine now I'm gonna let all 10 go through but it don't matter what this one do I'm gonna make it hard on them I'm gonna make sure that's like, out. I mean that looks like but isn't okay. the as opposed to the other way as opposed to the other way where you're like how, how I see how 10 that I want to take like, gotta get an application but that's my point. I think that's what she was asking. Because the other thing is like, you let's say I have, let's say I have ten there, and they go through the process, and I find, you know what? I really only like five of these people. I you know what I mean? Well. I mean, because sometimes we've had people online. I'm like, after a while, I'm like, I don't. I thought I don't that like I wanted this. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't like doing that one. Well, I changed my mind. So you need to, you need to obviously, you need to like who's in your organization. Right. And it should not be about who you like, it's about who's going to uphold the ideas of the founding of the organization. The problem with a lot of organizations is they try to bring their homeboys who ain't, who ain't shit. You're hiring chefs, excuse me, you're, sorry, you, you, you're hiring uh, uh, dishwashers when you need chefs. Right. And, and therein lies the issue. Um, but I think also, I think a lot of times, we unfortunately have become, and I think this is the pan hell as a whole, have become caricatures that we've been reinforce. That's yeah. like, like it's, that's like the little shit that people be drawing like when you go to the family. Yeah, nigga, we know the characters. <laughs> 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 hey, 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 but the he was still answering the first one. Now that we know what character is. Now that we know the character is. So I think that's to me. To me, I find it annoying. So hell of a happens to you, but but I'm an, I'm annoyed, and I'm like I'm annoyed when people find out I'm a doctor. They got they assume I'm an alpha. It's like nothing. Nah, man. Oh yeah. What's wrong with that? Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. so yeah, so I'm saying, so it's like I didn't play sports. When you get out into the corporate world, it's a little different because yeah. everybody had their own impression of different. Yeah, Greek, yeah, exactly. Greek letter organizations, but a lot of them be. The uh, you know the 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 white fraternities and stuff like my one boss, I had. I don't even, I can't even call his damn uh, a name because everything got to do yeah. But anyway, he, he was cool as hell, and he was in this one very popular uh, white fraternity, and pretty much all of the people I work with that came from that fraternity, I was like, okay, they're pretty cool. They drink a lot. They do. Yeah. <laughs> but that's them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I think I was interested in what Doc was just saying about um, organizations just kind of living up or living down to the stereotypes that they have yeah, know and just trying to trying to be that way. I think that's I think that's interesting. So I only got like two more things. I don't want to uh, I don't want to belabor the point because it is homecoming. I want to get back to doing homecoming shit, but I want to make sure. You don't want no problems, sir. 
<laughs> so the thing, um, I, I noticed most of you guys, and I mean, I just kind of was breaking down y'all resumes. I went on LinkedIn and saw what you people do in real life. And um, oh, do I all y'all went to the No, yours is inactive. Thank you. <laughs> so the thing is, I saw that all of y'all went to Xavier and y'all were all proud. Y'all Xavier proud. You know, y'all HBCU brothers and everything. But all of y'all, um, you grad schools, none of you went to black grad schools. No. What's wrong with that? Um, what, I mean, hold up. What, why did you uh, stop? First, first, off, that's, first off, that's why, a lie. Hold up. Why? That's did a lie. Yeah, he, went to he, right. did. That's he did. That's a lie. He did. Most he did. of these niggas. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, these, these niggas. niggas. These niggas left. We're talking about these niggas. They left. Like one, two, three, four? We're talking yeah. about me included with these niggas. But I went, I, I did, did go to an HBCU. I would say this. Mine was cheaper. For grad. My postgraduate was cheaper. It was... It was Xavier, a semester Xavier was a year there. Also, I'm talking about that time. Like, also, what? I was tired of the administration. Like, I <laughs> just. They tire you out. You know, what, black people? Hey, but, you but, ain't like that. No, 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 just. just, just you didn't like that none either? Like HBCUs like that, in no. general. Like, I was, I was expecting this completely different thing. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta go in here and change classes and get yeah. classes. And do this mm. and register for class. Mm. Fuck, I'm gonna be here three days trying to yeah. do this. Yeah. A different I, world never I, happened. I, I walked up, they didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> what I needed, and I, I was gone in 25 minutes. I was like, holy yeah. shit, that took me two days. They missed that episode. A different world never had the missing financial aid check episode. They, they, they never had that episode. I was like, I wish I had seen that, like Denise, like standing out, like y'all. So, I'll also say, from my particular field, Every black grad school was a private grad school, and that was gonna get a lot of coin, a lot. Hmm. And I didn't need it. I, yeah. I, I get my check back. So y'all got y'all black experience in undergrad, then y'all was ready to leave. I mean, I see. You didn't want to give black dollars to the new. I, I, I understand. Exactly. I, understand. <laughs> I get it. You didn't want your financial aid to go towards black schools. Uh, I feel you. I don't know. I would say I wanted a difference in experience, and I went to Tulane. It was great, um, but I was prepared for Tulane because of Xavier. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That too. Because you can handle anything. You can take a person. Yeah. I don't feel like I was. No, well, here's the deal. But you can handle you can handle adversity because you had to do it to get you that. <laughs> I, was just, I know what it feels like to, to be homeless. Y'all don't be humble, but I was smarter than yeah. all my other classmates because I went to Xavier. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking in, in small stuff. I was smarter than them. That's true. Small stuff doesn't, small stuff doesn't phase you. That's true. I mean, it you got the Xavier pride thing going. I mean, I, honestly, anytime I'm out in the streets and somebody said they went to Southern or Grambling or TSU or, mm -hmm. um, and look, I'm, 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 call, I'm naming names. And Prairie View and whomever else, other HBCUs, I'm like, nah, I went to Xavier, though. Like, that's kind of why it bothered me when people like, went to Morehouse or Howard because they feel like they're better than Xavier. They're they not. They don't, they don't <laughs> nah, nah. Xavier, like, on some black Ivy League HBCUs. Yeah, yeah. Do y'all go to y'all's homecoming for the other schools? No. I do not. I, I don't even yeah. give Tulane money. But I did. It's only one time. I give Xavier money. Okay. Yeah, I'll say that. I don't give them money. Money. I just started giving Xavier money. They don't need no money. So why you don't give don't give Xavier money. I mean, right. Tulane money because you feel like they they establish right. Xavier like a little a little little child. Because no. I give Xavier money because Xavier's where like, my heart is. Because we told we need money. Xavier is where my heart is. She won't even work money. for Xavier. Okay. That's what she said. I, she I, did I say said that. you should work in the publicity department. Xavier. She was like, absolutely. She not. turned it down. She was like, I don't, I'm not working with colors. I feel like, but where I am in life, I'm doing more for Xavier being there. Than being there. That's true. That's true. Because now you can be like, do whatever you can do that. I will say this: we all, like, we all have issues. We all have issues with the schools. Oh, yeah. Some yeah. to varying degrees. I think you by far had it the worst. 
so it might be me. You know, HBCUs don't agree. But I still get back. But I just happen to say FU to particular individuals. One happens to be a they're trying to get rid of this stuff. They're trying to get rid of agency. Like, well, she got to break line to count. They need them. So, I mean, we got to get back. No matter how. I tell folks, you got to. Howard folks, like, you got to get money. And don't just get damn money back to Morehouse coming to Howard and happy. You got to get money back to where you went. Where you went. You got to get money. If you went to one folks, I'm not going to give money. I mean, I had a video a while back where I was talking about when, um, when they had, like, a couple years ago, it was called. Xavier had to be part of the car. They tell me, smiley, Xavier had. They can't Ricky go to <laughs> Especially when you do give back and then they still send you another call. Right? Like, I, mean, like, like, I, I thought God, Love Gives Every Day was like once a year. I'm sure that that says secretly will come twice and you niggas don't I think they started as a once a year thing, but then they like, let's do it again. The admin part ain't never been right. Okay. It's never been. I hate the fact that they lost my yearbooks from the time I was like, these motherfuckers didn't give me my senior yearbook, freshman yearbook till I was Nobody in this room probably got a yearbook. I got a combined yearbook with like four years in one edition. They gave me an award and then said I didn't grade it. But I mean, the yearbook thing is really important too. It is. No, no, your yearbook thing is cool. That's that's really When they didn't let you graduate. They let me graduate later. They called me and was like, oops, our mistake. You graduated. By the way, we also gave you an award for that Men on the Move project. And then when they that gave me the award, it came, myself, yeah, it came with a check. It came with a $3,000 check. And that check bounced. I don't want to disparage. This was a long time ago. This thing is going. They got a lot of things. No, 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 no. Because, because, because. I attack specific individuals in the program. Like, I feel like at other schools, like, at, there, there's stuff that goes on at white schools all the time. People be like, that's that person at that school. They never go, oh, Tulane really messed up. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. that kind of thing. So, uh, there are individuals at Xavier. Xavier is a whole lot. They're like, yo, people asking. Like, you go to I'm like, absolutely, you should go to the. Here are the particular reasons why. Same thing with TSU is the same thing. I'm like, it's, they have excellent programs there. Mm-hmm. Now, they're individuals. I tell them, yo, if you see that person, you should slap them or <laughs> don't talk to them. I wouldn't tell people to slap them nothing, though. That's, that's wrong. I yeah. take handle that in my own. No slap but, <laughs> slap them nothing. But my whole thing is, like, that's there is a thing when stuff happens at HBCU where it's like, oh, that's because it's an HBCU. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, it's administration unchecked at any location. Right. Get, ITT Tech just shut down. I don't not compare the two, but you I'm like, ITT yeah. Tech next. I come at ITT Tech next. Because they took a bunch of money and they didn't have any oversight and they shut it down and nobody went, oh, look at that white school. Because they don't associate ITT Tech as a white school. But I'm talking about other big schools have stuff done and they just weather it because they're like, oh, well, you know, we got rid of that one guy. That one guy stole that much money and it was just one guy? Yeah. yeah it was just that guy. You don't think we had a legit HBCU experience without having sports? I'll check you that one. Oh, a band oh. or some shit? A football team without... So you're really going to despair? No. I was wondering. Oh, I it's, different. it's not... People it's always ask me why I'm going back to homecoming for what? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, that's you true. ain't got no football so, game. I'm yeah, like, that's what's yeah. 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 So the reason why... Yeah. So the reason why... Yeah, like, yeah. People so ask me about Xavier. I go, if you want to go be a doctor, if you want to whatever, go to Xavier. It's a spot to be now. I say fourteen to one. But yeah. Go ahead. If you're trying to go and be, <laughs> yeah. If you're trying to go and be like trying to relive a uh, different world, then don't go Xavier's not the place. Go to Hampton, I, where it was filmed. Wait, wait. Morehouse. It might be that way now. 
We got bills up there today. I was like, now. we got bills. Oh my yeah. god, we were up there today, and the the oh, bills. Hey, But y'all had the people come in to fix the air. Y'all had yeah. visitors walking in yeah. in the middle. Y'all that did a true. lot of y'all was doing that a lot of true. things. This is poor planning on, on behalf of the, the people who got this house. I'm happy I'm not in this bitch with y'all. But um, yeah. it's, a, it's an excellent location. That's a great backyard. I'm gonna yeah. give a great review. Um, How many stars? You, you did not describe the neighborhood <laughs> in such. <laughs> but you know, I mean, overall. place they have the inside looks exactly like yeah, yeah it's like they got a deal on these chandeliers they're like oh, we got a hundred chandeliers just put it up in every spot uh, we got to get in there and that sign that sign is in a few the sign that sign is nice. yeah, that's a nice sign I like, like this y'all can see it it says French I like that. That. I want that's something you can't see alright the last thing my little cousin was hitting me up he, she hit me up this week and said hey um, did you listen to the Big Crit album and I just kind of want to say I, I want to say one thing about it and I'm going to let y'all guys get, put, put your two cents on it the South. people Kind of like I'm a hater, like right. I'm a rap hater, right? They say this all the time. Well, maybe it's just I got a, a high threshold for what I think is dope or not. And um, I don't really fuck with the Jay Zs and the um, and and the, and definitely the Kendrick Lamar. It's definitely not the J Coles. I just don't. It's not my thing. Are you a future? Hold up. I like Jay Z. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He, a he's a future fan. fan. But, wow. but okay. I'm just gonna say this. I'm gonna put Jay Z way higher than them. But my thing with Jay-Z. Kendrick Lamar and J Cole, and I put J Cole over Kendrick Lamar. The reason is because I feel like you have to make music that's palatable to my ears. It has to fucking bump. It has to sound like I can put it in my car or listen to it at work and it's got me feeling a certain way and give me lyrics. I feel like Kendrick Lamar is only lyrics and I feel like J. Cole a lot of times is only lyrics so it doesn't come across palatable to my ears so I don't really fuck with it. Like, you heard the Forest Hill Drive? I, you know, I, that's my like, okay, so when people were going insane on that song about his first time, I was like, what's the replay value on that song? You play it one time, you hear the hook, you like, oh, this interesting, yeah. and whatever the fuck. That's true. So my whole thing about Big Crit... There's other stuff on, the, on there, though. The thing I'm getting to about Big Crit is this. That's the fucking type of album I want to listen to. I like Big Crit. Because I feel like he giving you that shit, the lyrics, and his country and, rap tune. And, and it's song, it's all like, you play over. UGK or something. Like, like, like that 1999. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's a club hit. It starts out yeah. right now. So you say it, it slows down at the end of that. I feel like it starts off strong as hell, but it kind of takes. That's a double album. It's long. Oh, oh, it's oh okay. okay. I don't know. I was on the spot. There is a difference between double album, and I think there's only been one good double album, and that's Biggie. So that was only the only good double album. Not Zero versus the World. No, name another one. Name all eyes on me. No, all eyes. The last done. You can knock off. 
<laughs> the last no, T-R-U. The first T-R-U album. No, no. Freak Ho. But wait. Freak Ho. You remember when A-Ball dropped that triple album? Oh, man. <laughs> I remember when Homeboy was Trey like, dropped like A-Ball a four, did a four that. Four a Trey did drop a four. A yeah. four ski, though. Yeah. yeah. So y'all, y'all just not, y'all not, y'all not, y'all, not, y'all on the big crib, but y'all don't oh, like big crib. I like, 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 Look, man. Play us out. Put Big Crit on. No, I'm not. Okay. No. Yeah, that's true. And everything I stand up to my She should be a permanent guest on the show. I think so. She could be. She, she, she really, she really tried yeah. to take control of it. She did. I'm at the I did. No, I didn't. I did. Yeah, well, man. <laughs> that wasn't your moment. That was your moment. That was your moment. That was your moment. That was your moment. It's chaos. It's chaos. The backyard is great. Let's go to the backyard. Go to the backyard. All right. You know with nothing nice to say. Guys, thank you for joining Best Friend Weekend. No, that's oh, right. oh, that's <laughs> that's oh, oh, I, I think you don't got nothing nice to say. I can't don't say shit at all. I'm like, I, I'm like, I, I was gonna say something nice about the Best Friend Weekend. So the thing about nothing nice to say is you don't say shit. I say. Oh. I say nothing nice to say. It's like real time. It's like real time. Like Bill Maher's yeah, thing. It's like my thing. Okay. Yeah. And you know how Bill Maher. She does. Yeah. You should do more like yeah. Bill Maher. You should have told me to shut up a long time. I should have called you a nigga. Cue the nothing nice to say. You know, they say if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I'll go nice. He about to rap. Alright, for those of y'all who don't know the story, three UCLA basketball players, Cody Riley, Jalen Hill, and Leangelo Ball, least of all Leangelo Ball, right? We're caught boosting sunshades out the mall in China. Now, I'm pretty sure it wasn't the kiosk because they said it was like $2,000 worth of shades. That's a lot of money. I mean, I've been on a trip before with students saying, um, little niggas be tripping. You can only do so much as an adult, but it's really your responsibility to take care of kids. So, I mean, like, if we went on the trip and my boys were stealing, I think I'd be responsible, too. I don't hear any chaperones from UCLA or the coaches taking any accountability for this. But that's neither here nor there. What UCLA should do in this, in this moment is take a page out of Donald Trump's book. When asked about the shoplifting, just say, like, it was just China. No need to worry about that. That's the same thing Roy Moore doing right now in the Senate race in Alabama. My nigga, that's the new rule. All you do is avoid the question and keep on doing what you're doing. And you get away with it. Trump, I was just grabbing a little pussy. Roy Moore, I was just fucking these little girls. And besides, the legal age of consent in Alabama is 16. UCLA, it was just that kiosk. Somebody asked me recently to do a podcast about, you know, hashtag me too and stuff like that and the barely legal stuff I might have did in the past. And I said, no, nigga. I mean, I know the president basically admitted it to sexual assault when he said grab him by the pussy, but I'm not true. I'm just a regular dude and I can take a page out of that man's book on all accounts. I'm never admitting shit for nothing I ever did in the past, man. Just avoid the question because really, I don't have nothing nice to say a lot of things that I haven't done in the past and I might do in the future. So I won't say nothing at all. I'm gonna put y'all out on um, some little dialogue. A Xavier legend is gonna um, break some new music for us. Y'all favorite rapper. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send it off in the dialogue. Your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. So it's just gonna go off with that. 
And I'll check y'all out next week. I hope the homecoming edition wasn't too crazy. I'm trying to get it. Alright. I'm trying to shoot my shot, I'm trying to shoot my shot, I'm never trying to miss, I'm trying to feel like swish, I'm trying to shoot my shot, I'm trying to shoot my shot, I'm never trying to miss, I'm trying to feel like swish, I'm trying to shoot my shot, I'm trying to shoot my shot, I'm never trying to miss, I'm trying to feel like swish, I'm trying to shoot my shot, I'm trying to shoot my shot, I'm never trying to miss, I'm trying to feel like swish, my hands staying up now calling plays, calling plays. The indirect direct message just stays where it's staying. See, fine thing, fine thing. Got you thinking. Don't think on it too long. Drink down the clock before you blink and see girls too.